0: what's going on welcome to work Prince Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com as always i'm your host rob and i'm being joined on this episode 117 by my faithful co-host below what's up below
1: I- i'm doing great um i came back with treasure and memories and, <laughs> uh, i'm just glad to have, see your faces because yes, at, at the end of the day at, at the end of the day your smiles are the real treasure
0: Oh, and I'm also being joined by Kevin. What's up, Kevin?
2: Hey, I'm playing Hogwarts. It's all it, everything's everything.
0: All right. Well, we'll be getting to that real soon. And James, what's going on, James?
3: The treasure is the memories we made along the way. Oh,
0: my gosh. I hate everything about this already. This is what happens when we have four people. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it. I mean, it's been a couple weeks since we did an episode. I know a, a lot has gone on as far as what we've been playing and what we've been doing. So I think, why don't you start us off? What have you been getting into the past couple of weeks?
1: Okay, uh, so... Kevin and I were supposed to record a podcast two weeks ago and then Rob was like, I've got something. I, I don't remember what you said it was. And then we sat down looked at the news and we're like, no. Uh, so I didn't get to talk about Treasure Cup. And then last week we did Valentine's Day. I mean, my wife did one. Valentine's Day. So now we're here, uh, so a little bit late on this. I went to Niagara Falls uh, for the One Piece uh, TCG Treasure Cup and partook in a 512 person tournament to see if i could make the top cut and the short answer is i did terrible <laughs> it How was terrible oh i went two and seven uh on day oh, one what? It was oh, boy. um i so i you know like you build your deck you know i was playing zorro and then i mm. got in my head in that final week um and i was like you know what i should play kid i should play green deck it's more control it has a lot of these nice poppers um to like get rid of uh, the enemy board and help control everything that's going on in that game and like i was having a decent time like, i got a good good game at locals and then i was trying to tweak it all the way up to the night before uh the treasure cup and i was up till five just play testing i was, it was like okay i have like a 65 percent win rate with this i know what uh, some of this is just mistakes i'm making i get there i'm like as long as i don't go up against the kaido deck uh game one i should have this Game one, Kaido deck, <laughs> and just like did not like did not get the draws uh mm-hmm. what I was expected, and then I was like I was like shit, um and the way like these card game tournaments are uh, done is like it's a Swiss format, so um the more games you win, the be- the better um, placement you have like within the field. There's like a bunch of tables set up. And as you lose, you start moving to the back of the room. Uh, as you win, you move to the uh, front. And I started i started off at, like, table 12, so I don't know if that was just someone smiling down at me or just some random luck. But, uh, it was all uh, you, man. It was yeah. all you. So uh, um, by, like, game four, I was already in the back. Uh, and it was just, like, me and a bunch of folks just, like... You know, just like, you know, we're just here to have fun (laughs) at this point. You know, just trying to make the best of the situation. Uh, And then I start winning and I start moving forward again. And I was like, okay, uh, this feels a bit better. But like, I understood the mistakes I made. uh, And then day two was like the side tournament. And I switched over to my Zoro deck that I was comfortable with. I didn't make any tweaks to it. Since I didn't bring all my cards, I just brought the deck. And that second day was so much better. I I think I went five and two that second day. uh, Got some nice cards out of it good memories um definitely would love to go with friends or uh next time but it was an experience i never thought i would get to have and i can't wait to do another one um yeah it was it was an absolute blast
0: yeah so those tournaments are are very much like a marathon i mean just playing just out day one playing nine matches it's when I, a lot i did nine matches from the comfort of my own home and i was like oh my gosh i'm exhausted by that of this yeah. And so
1: and, and, and the deck uh, the deck I played uh, was one that tends to go like the full like 35 minutes mm-hmm. or close mm-hmm. to it. so it, it was pretty brutal um by the end of the day. Yeah. I, I think that the one thing that is kind of a bit funky I think in terms of tournament is just like some players that are local like once they like lost a couple they would drop. Uh, right uh, and they mm-hmm. d- d- either head home or just be like i don't want to partake in this so you get like some folks that were just like this is like my third buy in a row and like if you're trying to win or you're doing fairly well that could affect your um opponent rank which like can help determine who finishes in top 16 to get like the really good pricing and yeah to go into the best of threes in the next uh day for the top cut and so it- it's just like a bunch of people could go like seven and two but uh, at the end of the day, it's just like how all your opponents did. And if someone just dropped you're kind of screw that kind of the screws you out of that position. So, uh, it's very interesting to see some of the mechanics behind all of that.
0: Yeah. So even in the tournament that I played in the webcam one, it was a situation where it was like, once people played enough matches for them to get uh participation in prizing, uh, if they had lost their, yeah, if they had lost their first two matches. They were just like, yeah, I'm out. Um. I think the good thing for me is because it was my first one ever. I was like, no, I want to see what this is like and and see it through. And I ended up doing uh, all right, you know, um, placing top one hundred. Yeah, and so, um,
2: yeah. I mean, some people do the math though, and they see like if you lose early, you're gonna play losers all day, so right. Your your tiebreakers are gonna be pretty bad, like regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh, for two and seven, bro, like, like I remember my first regional, I went two and six. My third regional, I went six and two. So like you know this there's a steep climb coming yeah uh, i think you can make it yeah
0: no, and especially if you if you just play red if you had played red you I, I, you I, I should, you I should have just played in played... one you i know I, bro. One.
1: <laughs> always the chalk i should have just played one I, like it, it was it was neat because like i was i kept like a notes of like who i was playing the deck and just like if i won and lost against it just to get like a good idea and then like, i would look at everyone's stats at the end to see like how they place against me mm-hmm. um and there was just one guy like I. It was a Kaido player. I like r- on day two. I wrecked him in like five turns. And it was, I was just like, if if this was Rob, he would just rip up his cards and be like, I hate red. <laughs> I-, I hate red altogether. It was like it was like one of those matches we had mm-hmm. where it was, you're just like, nope. I got four Onigashimas in my hand. I can't do anything about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, other than that, uh, I in video game land, I picked up uh, the deluxe digital deluxe version of Like a Dragon Inshin, uh which is the spin-off of the Like a Dragon series that brings you to feudal Japan uh, during the sa- period of the Samurais. And you play as not Kiryu, <laughs> uh, who is a Samurai that's returned home um, after a year of training to be a Samurai mm-hmm. uh, and meets like his adopted father. Uh, it turns out his parents had died in the past and uh, he's you know catching up with everyone has like his like adoptive brother uh and you know they have a plan to like overthrow the class system and uh, the royal party um in the town that they are in and w- this game is very interesting because i think one of the original reasons why it didn't initially get brought over was because of the localization effort they're like people might not uh this is very japanese uh and i think how they incorporate uh, the translations and like a glossary within the text like uh, simply hit start and you'll understand like hey what's this text mean because there might not be like a direct English translation of it so they'll do like a quick little explainer um it, it, that's really neat um the story uh, it, it very much feels like a yakuza it's a brawler it's not uh like you Yaku- could uh, like a dragon 7 um which uh, was a rpg And, you know, I'm having fun. If you're a fan of the Yakuza series, I I think this is right up your alley. You don't even need to have prior experience with one. Uh, You have four different play styles that you unlock fairly early on. Like, you could be a brawler with your fists, a samurai with a sword. You can use a gun (laughs) to fight samurai. Or you can mix the styles with a gun and a sword, which is called, like, a Wild Dancer, which is what I'm using right now, and I really like it. Uh, There's skill trees, there's a bunch of side stories. Uh, that take place, like, in uh traditional Yakuza uh, fashion. Some of them are just like, hey, uh, help this person out. It might end the fight. There's one where this woman just talked a lot, and nobody wanted to talk with her. So you just sit there for five minutes listening to her, and she quizzes you at the end. <laughs> and you, depending on the, if you get the answers right about what you talked about, you um, get, like, a pretty decent, like, payout. It's, yeah, if... um, I think my one complaint is, it, I think believe it. it was a PS2 game, and some of that shows in the game design, mm-hmm. where... Uh, when I got to chapter two, it was, uh, they're like, hey, just walk around town and just kind of see if you could find out uh, about this, like, dojo you're looking for. And so I'm just, I spent, like, an hour walking around and I encountered a whole bunch of side stories and whatnot, but, uh, and I didn't want to pull up a guide this early, but uh, eventually it took an hour for me to find out exactly where I needed to go. Uh, And so, you know, you could tell some of that gameplay design is a bit outdated but it's still fun it, it still r- it runs really well like on the steam deck it, it fairly flawless experience even on a pc mm-hmm. um running it in 4k 60 frames uh, quite easily all right
0: nice yeah you yeah. mentioned gameplay mechanics that uh, are outdated you know what still holds up that waypoint system in dead space <laughs> i have been playing the dead space remake and considering that that game is a pseudo like metroidvania right where you are backtracking to get to areas that you didn't weren't able to unlock and stuff before being able to just click a button and have this line that pops up and and shows you in the direction that you you should be going um is awesome the one thing that i don't remember from the original dead space and it's been a long time since i i played and completed that game is that they now have a system where there are like uh they actually show you your current objectives like your quests right and you can switch between them which will switch where the ping is and there's side quests and unlocks that you can find and that come up and so I I, I mean I can't speak highly enough uh, about this game. I love the and you know this takes consideration the original is probably my favorite survival horror series uh, of all time uh, the first one and the second one will ignore the third one it's fine Um, but this is again the same thing as like the resident evil remakes that they've done recently. This is how I remember the game. This is how it looked. It looks in my mind. This is how it plays in my mind. Uh, It feels like this game could have came out for the first time this year and would hold up by modern day survival horror standards. Like it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Unfortunately life, as it tends to do has gotten in the way of me actually completing it but I will be sitting down and finishing it as soon as possible. I'm a little bit more than halfway through the game right now. And this game being, you know, like a 11-hour to 14-hour game, I should be done in a couple more sittings.
1: How does the so like they did a lot with this remake it's mm-hmm. not like they've razzed up stuff they like I've, from what i've heard is like they added some new environments like space stuff out lighting atmosphere fog um yeah. how does that still contribute well to the horror or does it get in does it get in the way of it at all
0: no it's funny i it, like i said it's been a long time since i've played this game so i'm not even sure what I'm coming across. That's new. There's a lot of it actually that I'm like, you know, I don't quite remember this, but I don't know if that's because that's something that's been added or it's just, it's been a long time. This game is the first game in a long time that I've played and have been like, just anxious the whole time. (laughs) Like I am checking every single corner. I am slowly backing away from areas instead of turning around and retreating. And the audio design is absolutely fantastic that adds about to to, about yeah that. <laughs> that adds to the the tension I, I so far, from beginning to where I am now, I have been like on edge and this game doesn't have at least so far, and my memory of it being is like it does a thing where it doesn't have a million jump scares, but the ones it does have, they time really well, right and that's what you want from any of these. And so, yeah, I am absolutely loving it. The shooting still feels absolutely uh, amazing. I mean, the plasma cutter is probably the best, one of the best weapons in all of video games. I don't care what that, like, you can argue with me, one of the best weapons in video games, hands down. And I remember it, f- it feels just as good in this one.
1: I remember the first time I played through uh, Dead Space, I was like, I, I don't, tend to play through, re, play through like Resident Evil again uh, mm-hmm. after I beat mm-hmm. it once but there was a part of me that was like I want to play this game through just with the plasma cutter yeah <laughs> uh, you know it's like those knife runs people do in Resident yeah. Evil but it just like the knife never felt good to me so no. but the plasma cutter agreed 100% yeah I mean, yeah the, I, the
0: achievement for beating the game with the plasma there's this only, right? yep there is yeah. an achievement for beating the game with just the plasma cutter yeah I was like the the funny thing is is that the rest of the weapons also feel great that yeah. I was like, if, I, if I'm going to do that, I'll do that on another playthrough. I'm just gonna come and, and experience it the, the way I would naturally. And yeah, every single weapon feels great. The variety in the enemies also incentivizes you to use different weapons, right? Some of them are more mm-hmm. susceptible to certain weapons than others. And then of course in classic survival horror fashion, you also only have so much ammo <laughs> for these weapons. So yes, I could, be a little bit more uh, frugal with my ammo and instead rely on like you know taking off their 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 legs those limbs and then while they're on the ground running over and just trying to repeatedly stomp them out to death just curb stomp (laughs) them over and over again which i I mean i do resort to sometimes but Yeah. yeah no uh i cannot recommend this game enough if you if you like survival horrors and are a fan then uh pick pick this one up for sure
3: yeah, oh, I can't God, remember that... who I read it, but I think they said that in the remake, uh, a lot of the enemy encounters are randomized now. Mm. So it's like not the same. There are set jump scares that are always there. But like certain, like if you go down the hallway like different times, different enemies will come out. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool.
1: You just reminded me of the uh, Penny Arcade comic from, oh God, how old was this? 2011. of Where it's just like, just stomping on rib cages to find uh money or gold yeah
0: no it's funny because there are this isn't a spoiler but there are remains of what happened all across the ishimura right and so there are some bodies that have not turned to necromorphs yet i don't care they're getting stomped too because if i (laughs) stomp on them now they can't be necromorphs later
3: and that's right because they can come back
0: yeah yeah and so i have i it does, if there is, are limbs on the ground, they're getting stomped on in this game, and so no, I, I, it's, it's awesome, man. It's so much fun. Uh, I,
3: I will say one thing that I don't spend money in Fortnite very often, but when Isaac Clark was in there, totally had to download him. <laughs>
0: That's, uh, um. Kevin, why don't you talk about
2: what you've been playing lately? Hold on one second. So it's funny. I was listening to every single thing you guys were saying. And for some reason, every single thing you guys said about dead space applies to Tarkov. <laughs> like the way it's like a survival horror, the way that you have to be on edge like everywhere you go, even how you can take people's limbs off and then run over and finish them off. And it's all the same. I was like, wow, this is this is interesting. I should play dead space. Yeah, I um, should play dead
0: space. Everybody should play dead space. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, everybody it's got a funny in my head. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is this part everybody wants to wants to talk about, right? The we're talking about ugh, best game of the decade and the decade is young, but Jesus,
1: I mean, God, damn, that's uh high praise. That's God very high praise for
2: sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hogwarts legacy. Holy we're talking about a breath of the wild level game. Honestly, And I am insulted that they didn't think people would want more. They didn't plan any DLC, any co-op, any anything. It's kind of crazy because the game is so full. It's so good. It's everything is packed with effort from the developers, from, uh, you know, they gave them enough time. There's the combat system is good. It's so good. Uh, from the different, from the different um, monsters you fight to, you know the different wizards who p- play your way and come at you with your techniques and your uh, your uh, protego, your uh, protection charms and stuff, <clears throat> and then the story is wild. Just you know they, it, you don't see it coming. There's, it's just a lot of good stuff. Your decisions actually matter. I, <laughs> They made Breath of the Wild in Harry Potter. And they just stunted on us the whole time. Oh, yeah, the dragons going at each other. That part, if you're if you have a bleeding heart for animals, you might jerk a tear at a couple places in the story. Um, you know, you kind of go around with uh someone from the other from the different houses, and so you're not just it's not just like a Gryffindor versus the world kind of game, which is kind of mm-hmm.
1: cool. I uh have you
2: guys started it yet
1: no so, um i've got it downloaded on pc and the steam deck and it's just i have not had the time to like i know when i'm gonna sit down with this okay. game i want like four hours <laughs> four? no you will have to you have to
2: sacrifice 32 percent of your life before you start <laughs> playing this game you cannot just pick it up boot it up and say oh yeah i'm just gonna play three hours of hogwarts and then i'll Turn it off and go to work tomorrow. No, you cannot go to work tomorrow. You're not allowed. It's just yeah. not gonna
0: happen. Yeah. So I've heard nothing but good things about this game, yeah. and that's I'm in the same boat as Bilal, where I know that once I pick this game up, then that's it. Every other game is taking you know uh, backseat and going on the backburners, and so I need to finish this Dead Space remake, and then immediately after that, that's when I'm going to start Hogwarts Legacy. But like you've said, everybody I've talked to has had the same response that you have had, and has spoken nothing but um highly of it and so I'm super super excited it it, it's one of those things where like this was the game that I was super nervous about how it was gonna turn out right because it, it was getting delayed and they did give it the time it needed and they also what they had showed previous was like okay that's cool in concept but I still don't think I've seen enough to say like, oh, all right, what are we doing in this game? And what's the gameplay loop and stuff? And so hearing hearing yeah. everybody and getting their impressions and stuff, it was it's funny, they did the thing where if you paid for the deluxe edition, you got to play, what was it, three days early, something like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. Which I did, and, uh, <laughs> I started. <laughs> started.
0: <laughs> and so no. one, of, one of my buddies, a couple of my buddies did that, they started playing early and it was all for their response where I went out and purchased it on release day, you know? Uh, actually, technically, I pre-ordered it, but I pre-ordered yeah. the regular edition and, and got it on on release day. Um, but and so, yeah,
2: that's a good way. That's a good way. You know, somebody gives you a good review and then you go get it. Right. Don't don't go off the hype trailers. Let's let's get past that.
1: Right. I, you know, I feel like I, I, we gotta at least mention the controversy around this game and sure, um, you know, with J.K. Rowling uh, and uh, how she. Everything in the last couple of years about how she right, uh, up, talks hold about. Up, hold up. Hold up. Yeah.
2: Hold up. Hold up. If we're no, no. going to mention it. Yeah. I would like to read the actual tweets that no one ever reads. Because she didn't say anything bad against anyone. I read the tweets. The tweets. There, there have been. No one reads the
1: tweets. There have been cases where she's come out and, and, and spoken again. There's been articles and interviews as well. I'd like to see what they
2: are. All I heard okay. her say was, "I'm a woman. I respect trans people. I'll march with trans people. I think trans people have a real struggle." She said all that, and then people said, "Oh, she hates trans people," because she said she's a woman, and I was like, "That's wild," but okay, whatever, <laughs>
1: whatever. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, we, we could discuss that uh, <laughs> yeah. later, but In I, another I mean, podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> no, no we, we could definitely talk about that, but um, no, no. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, know uh, she, uh, what she has said and um, just like a lot of the, where her money has been going towards anti-trans um, commitments uh, and uh, organizations, you, you know, I, I, it, it, it's upsetting because I think Harry Potter does mean a lot to a lot of folks. And just even when this game came out, it was just like, people are like, I just want to enjoy this world uh, without... Feeling like a terrible person for playing it or buying this game, um, and I know the developers have come out and said like, "Hey, like we're not, you know, she doesn't have involvement in this game outside of like owning the IP." I, I'm more curious of like, what what's how, how has this game been in terms of like diversity or does it even touch upon anything with like I gender identity or anything like
2: that. The most like diverse game question mark question mark thinking about every game i've ever played going back in the annals of time thinking about recent stuff yeah this is the most diverse game i've ever played in my entire life well so white people i
0: think i think that's part of the that was part of the conversation as well prior to this game coming out right is that the developers came out and stated that like hey she has no input on this game you know, yes, we're using the the IP that she created, but like this is our game. And they it was it's one of those things where like at what point do you separate the and it's not even the artist from the art because like this isn't her art. It's derivative of her art, sure, right? It's using her IP and and some of the lore that she's established. But it's not even her creation. This game in particular. This is a work of you know, hundreds of people, and it, I get the idea that like, well, they had to pay to use the license, right? So if he's making money off of this, sure, I get that. You don't want to support it because of that. You don't support it because of that. But yeah, by all accounts, like, there's also, you know, call it an act of defiance on the part of the developer's por- uh, portion or just the fact that, yeah, they set out to make a diverse world because that world is a diverse, diverse world and uh there's a trans character in the game you know
2: and so now i'll say one thing they could have done they could have done that part better (laughs) (laughs) you just there's just this woman who Mm -hmm. you know just seems like a normal woman she actually does something awesome so i'm already like liking the character Mm -hmm. so the character's like in my mind i'm like okay cool and then they speak and you're like whoa did they just like not care about the voice actor of this character did they was it like a guy, and then they just recast? They just redid the model and didn't care enough to change it. They did nothing to explain that this was a trans character. You have to Google it after this person has talked for five minutes and understand like what is going on. So they could have done a little bit better with that. But besides that, yeah, it's a it's a great character though. Um,
0: but I did find it. I don't. I don't know. I did find it a little bit i saw people on the day of release i saw different people tweeting different things right anybody mm-hmm. who was tweeting like buying this game you're a terrible person is is mm-hmm. kind of is ridiculous yeah. right
1: because like where where do you draw the line because yeah. like you will go to like and I'll, I'll say this about game journalism uh as a whole uh because like you will cover super mario world opening up in hollywood uh and like the amusement park but every ticket that spot for universal all there's a, pro, a certain amount that goes to jk rowling yeah um, right you know it's just like it, it's like there's so many s- different areas but it, for some reason it's like this is the hill this game is the hill that people seem to be dying on
0: yeah i mean i saw other people that were just like yeah. hey i'm not gonna buy it but if you guys have fun yeah. i'm glad you guys are having fun like you know yeah which i think yeah, is yeah. the mature response on, on something like this if yeah. you feel that strongly about it right
2: yeah yeah i'm not gonna take this far i was just gonna say like you know it's in general not just with lgbtq stuff but like in general Mm. if you can attach a bleak celebrity name to something then you know you can get a little more pub for it people take things a little bit farther than maybe they really care about you know so it's just it just seems to be like you know when people start talking about an issue and there's a celebrity name attached it gets a little more traction
1: yeah all right um yeah, no. Uh, I'll, I'll just say, from what I've uh, heard from my uh, old coworkers, is that they've been spending like twenty hours in this game, just wandering around, um, I've just having a blast. Bro. Oh my god! Yeah. And, and you said you want DLC? I was, I DLC? was, I was <laughs>
2: twenty-five hours deep, and I was like level like fifteen or something, because I was just going around the school, and I was like, there were secrets everywhere. I was like a kid at Christmas. I was like, it was cool. It was there were secret passageways and paintings were talking to me and shit. I was like, Hey, what's up, bro? And, uh, oh, we were, there were, uh, there are these secret passageways with these puzzles on them. And if you're a reasonably smart or clever individual, if you're a Slytherin, you'll get it, how to, how to figure out the, the, uh, the thing. And it just feels so like good when you figured it out and you didn't Google it because it's doable, but also it's not easy. So. Yeah, it it's super rewarding. Like the whole game is super rewarding.
1: No, uh, that 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 sounds awesome. Um they I think the one thing they did mention was like I think there was a part early on where they had to go to Hogsmeade, but like the tracking on the map or like whatever the waypoint system like just wasn't bringing them the right way. Did you ever find any issues with like getting around or the directions the game gave you?
2: Um no. Uh that's kind of funny cuz Hogsmeade is like, you know, A pretty big like part of the map and it's like it's like right there so it's kind of interesting to not find it but um i was the only problem i ever had was early on before i understood the combat system i was like locking on to the wrong player or to the wrong enemy because i didn't understand i had to look at them like all the way but yeah aside from that um no with the map and the as you were talking about the dead space uh like not compass but the follow me kind of system yeah hogwarts has one of those where like i don't know what it is it's like a golden snitch pops up and leaves a golden trail for you to go exactly where you need to go uh it's super good especially in this intentionally confusing labyrinth that is the hogwarts castle and it just they but they just give you this system so you know exactly where to go but you still feel like you're in this shift ever shifting place where you're never in the same place that often so uh it was just a great they just did a great job with that thing i cannot give enough credit to that castle it is super good super good
1: now have you finished the story or are you just yeah uh okay
2: the story this week um finally (laughs) (laughs) took my time uh and that was oh my god that was so good i don't even know what you were about to ask me but I don't
1: know. I'm just curious if, like, <laughs> 80 hours in, if you're still, like, side quests or um, yeah. just wrapping up. My friend, uh, my friend Mozzie, I think he
2: was about 30 hours in, I want to say. I think he already finished the story as well um, before I did even. He just, like, there's a place to go grind your level up so you're able to finish the story and everything. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, you know, you can play your way, which is kind of the ma- one of the magic sauces of Breath of the Wild. You can kind of play your way. And yeah, they, they hit that nail on the head. Like I got my level and my experience and my power from, I have my own, like, I don't want to be too specific. Cause I want when it, when you get it, I want it to hit you the same way, but I have my own facilities where I do certain things to give myself power. We'll go, we'll stop there. i have my own gym. We'll call it a gym. <laughs> and, uh, I work my, I work out in the gym a lot. And, uh, my gym is legit (laughs) okay does Uh,
0: do the enemies and stuff scale with you or are you able to get to a point where you're just overpowered and and they no longer pose an issue uh
2: they i think they scale by zone i feel like uh you know as i go farther out toward the southern end which is very far away Mm -hmm. from the school um then you know the, the enemies get stronger and stronger you get to the very uh to the shore. And then there's a big beast there that's a kind of an end game character. So uh they scale that way. I don't know because I'm not level 40 yet. I'm level 35. So mm-hmm. I don't know. As as I get to level 40, I'll kind of get a better read of how this enemy scale at every single point. But I do feel the spiders are, have always been hard to beat. Mm. And I don't know if that's just because they're fast or if it's because they're actually like blocking my spells better. Not sure. I think, here's my actual opinion, what I think is happening, what I'm experiencing, because it's kind of hard to tell because you don't see their HP, all you see is how much damage you're doing. But um, I think what's happening is, uh, if you don't put any special perks, I'm not going to get too specific. If you don't put any special perks on your gear, then they just they stay even with with your stats as you go as you get stronger. But as soon as you start putting the special perks on they don't scale with those and those are very strong you're gonna start one shot and stuff if you do it the right way so yeah man i can't. get in the
1: gym Ugh. i can't wait to dig into this
0: yeah, yeah it's deep. Yeah. it's deep all right speaking of digging into things james it looks like you've been playing a lot so let's just get started unpacking that stuff what have you been playing for, lately for a while i've been on the show for a while so <laughs> uh
3: but um the first thing on my list and blah was like you gotta talk about this So i was playing wild hearts right mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm a pretty big monster hunter guy i started playing a monster hunter try on wii and kind of like played all the way through like had all the special uh, 3ds and all that stuff for monster Hernio. You know? um i just finished up rise so I'm like, okay, I was talking about Wild Hearts and how much it's like Monster Hunter, how, you know, how, how good it is. So I'm like, I'm going to do this 10-hour this free trial. Like 10 hours, plenty of time. I'm going to play. So what they don't tell you with the 10-hour trial is I only got about an hour and a half in, and it goes... You reach the final point of the story in the trial trial's over i'm like <laughs> what i'm like i still have like nine hours left what in the world so once so you you battle three beasts right uh-huh. like you set up camp you battle three beasts and you get to the city like the main city of the game where like it's gonna be your hub and that's when the message pops up and says your trial's over i'm like what and so when i turn on the game it says like you have like eight and a half hours left and i'm like that's not fair i barely i barely scratched the surface on this game You're too good mm-hmm. I, I, You're I know right good. uh like it, it has a lot of comparisons to monster Hunter for good reason but it's a very very streamlined version of monster hunter mm-hmm. which i'm not a huge fan of like, i feel like it's a game i'm definitely gonna buy i don't know if i'm gonna buy it now or wait until it's on sale i'm definitely gonna get it because I, mean, I, I enjoy those kind of games but like, in Monster Hunter, there's, like, things that have always been there. Like, the way you, um, I'm trying to think the best way. The way you hunt and, and find the beasts, The way you can, like, put them to sleep to capture them. The way you have to, like, sharpen your weapons because they get dull. Like, all that stuff that's just part of Monster Hunter is not in Wild Hearts at all. Like, all that's gone. It, Wild Hearts is literally, you go to the monster, you fight it, and, like, that's it. Like, even when you go and, like, collect the stuff from the monster afterwards, that's all done automatically. Like, you don't have to, like... Like, carve or anything. It just does it. It just like battles over, and like this little menu pops up and tells you everything you got. Like, it's, it's really kind of weird. Um, but in terms of combat, it's really good. The combat in this game is great. Um, you get, I think, seven different weapon types. I can only open up four just because of how the trial was. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got samurai sword, giant hammer. Um, I don't really want to call it like the buster sword, the really giant sword. Uh, and then there's this other weapon that's kind of like a, it's like a a parasol, like a like an umbrella-type thing with, like, blades on the end of it. So you can, like, jump and float and attack. And um, So that's the one unique one. Everything else is pretty much one-to-one for Monster Hunter. And the fighting is very different as well. So, like, in Monster Hunter, you can tell when the enemy's getting weak, right? Like, they start drooling. They start running away. They start, like, you know, getting tired. Like, all these things happen. So it's, like, visual things, you know, that happen. This one it's more of... The best way to put it. It's kind of in phases. Here's the opening phase, right? You'll fight him, he'll run away, then you chase him down, just like in Monster Hunter. Then you fight him, and then he'll go into like this rage mode, or like they go all red and they get these new special abilities that attack harder, and that's it. And then the battle's over. (laughs) It's it's, It's literally if you like Monster Hunter, but you think it's too grindy, this is the game for you. One hundred percent. If you want to it's amazing <laughs> that's, funny. that's all it's you funny want <laughs> yeah. I, I, Every negative point uh, yeah. uh, James yep. has is just like <laughs> yes. oh my god <laughs> takes my just money. <laughs> streamlined Monster Hunter is one hundred percent what it is. Like it's in one nice thing got cross-play, right? The latest Monster Hunter Rise doesn't have that. So I'm like mm-hmm. the only one, My like I'm the only person on Xbox. Everyone else knows on Switch or PC. Mm-hmm. None of us can play together. Uh, Wild Hearts has crossplay, which is great. You can play with your friends. Um, it's only three players, though. You can only do three players per team, just because of the way the core um, curry I think is what they're called. Like this building mechanic. We have these like little wooden boxes that you have to build up. So you can build um, traps. You can build like springs. You can jump in the air and land on monsters. You can build walls to get the monsters to run into. Like it does all this really cool stuff, which is that's like the hook of this game. And as you go. You can unlock different versions of this stuff, and you can choose, like, which ones you want in your arsenal, depending on what you're fighting. So that's, like, the really big, unique thing. Um, I know from trailers you can unlock, like, a glider to, like, float and go places faster. I didn't get that far because I got cut off from the trial. <laughs> but, like, there's there's way more in this game as it opens up. Um, and at least from what I've seen so far, from the way the game is, from the way they I'm talking about, like, you know, DLC roadmap and stuff, it's very similar to Monster Hunter. So if you want that, like, long-form, you know like i said um shortened monster hunter like it's 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 great like it's it's exactly what you want Dead. no hey, i mean mind.
0: i i have you have any of you guys ever played dauntless
2: i was gonna ask the same question yeah uh, i was yeah, okay. i played a little bit I, of that. i, I, I yeah. wasn't a fan Okay,
0: I see it, i love dauntless so this <laughs> sounds right up yeah. my alley
3: Oh, so,
1: so James, a uh, question for you, yeah. which Monster Hunters are you more of a fan of, like the 3DS ones, or like the more World, Rise? Uh, World is takes? my favorite
3: Monster Hunter by a long shot, I think that's, what's funny is, I feel like World was the peak of the series, I thought it was fantastic. Rise, mm. I feel like is one of the worst in the series, like, because what they, did with, what they did with Rise, the latest one, I think part of it is because it was on Switch, they had to like shrink a lot of it down, so they yeah. cut out all the stuff they added for like World, all the really cool stuff in World, they cut it down, in like, um, like in the new one, like you don't really hunt the monsters anymore. You don't like track them and all that stuff. Those that in the old one, like the stuff you guys don't like, like all the stuff that kind of mm-hmm. made it a monster hunter. They streamlined all that in Rise. Um, now you can like ride on animals to go faster. You can like you know shoot in the sky, all this stuff. Um, but all the stuff I feel like that made Monster Hunter great. Like all those little things that are just have always been part of the series, and they're all gone to kind of like streamline it. It's just it's weird, and plus Rise was extremely short. Like most Monster Hunter games, I'm like 100 plus hours easy, right? Monster Hunter Rise, I was like 14 hours in and I hit the credits, and I'm like, what? What is happening? I'm like, why is this so short? So, um, well, wasn't just, Rise also weird? like
1: incomplete uh, campaign wise? <laughs> well, they, it, was...
3: they so it's weird. So the way it works is like you you play the first half of the story in single player. And the second half of the story is in, like, the, the group stuff. Like, you have to play with, with teams. And mm-hmm. they added the Sunbreak DLC, which is not an Xbox yet. It's coming, like, sometime in the spring or summer. Which I'll check that out when it comes out. Which extends the story. Adds more Monsters, all that stuff. Um, between the two, if I had the choice between Monster Hunter and, you know, Wild Hearts, I'd go with Monster Hunter. But because Monster Hunter, we're not going to get new one for a while. It's just, I mean, this one just came out. They're adding DLC to that. So I'm probably going to go over... Two Wild Hearts and start going through that. Because, I mean, it's, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoy it. And, Where, like, I feel like most Monster Hunter games to me are, like, you know, 8.5, 9 really good, and Wild Hearts to me is, like, at least for the hour and a half I got is, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. seven,
3: right? But it's just what I'm expecting out of the game is totally different versus what you guys are, you know what? So for you guys, it might be, you know... I mean, it's a good game. Like, it's great because it finally gets more people into that, that Hunting Giant Monsters, like, gameplay, which is mm-hmm. great because there's really... I mean, outside of Dauntless and Wild Hearts... I can't think of any other games that try trying to be like Monster Hunter. Here's so my question It's a, it's a di- genre that y- needs to grow. You <laughs> didn't
0: get to try any of the multiplayer, you said, right?
3: No, no. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm curious about. Because my problem with Monster Hunter World in particular is the way it handled co op was awful. And so I. Oh, yeah. I like. And Rise I is the that. same I,
3: way, by the way. Rise, you okay. have to go to well, the hub area yeah. and call your exactly. friend.
0: Exactly. Man. Exactly. So Got that. View the cutscene. Right, and so that made me drop the game completely, like, after, mm-hmm. I think, I was only, like, five or six hours, five hours in, something like that. But just the headache it was to get, to be able to play with my friends uh, made me drop it completely. Yeah. Um, but what else have and you been th- playing?
3: Well, uh, one thing I will say, one more thing about Wild Hearts before I get and off it- that, it has some of the worst voice acting I've heard in a video <laughs> game in a very... Very long time. <laughs> it's cool. Koei like, techmo it, man. It is, I'm not gonna. Shit, this it game, so man. bad. Holy shit! Holy yeah. crap! Now, like I said, gameplay is great. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Definitely gonna buy it. Definitely gonna play more of it. But the story is not great. Voice acting is terrible.
0: Bad, <laughs> bad voice acting seems to be another theme of 2023 yeah. so far in video games. For
3: sure. But like, uh, okay, hey,
1: okay. So, so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like listening to all this, like. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, dude, it's, it's only February and we have so many bangers on this yeah, list of, like, right. great game- Like, yeah. It's a great year for video games and it's only February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed, <laughs> agreed.
3: Uh, other than that, okay. um, <laughs> one thing I hopped into, just, just as kind of a palate cleanser, I've been playing Shadow Warrior 3, which is a game that wants to be doomed 2016 mm-hmm. so badly. Like, That's, it, like, that's it's really what I've fun. heard. I've, I've had a good time with it, it's funny, it's fun. The gameplay is extremely shallow, though. It's like little little arena battles. Have, have mm-hmm. any of you guys played it yet, by any chance? Because no. like the remastered Series X version that just came out on Game Pass. Um. So, like, you run along an area, do some platforming, a lot of that, you know, everyone loves the first-person platforming, right? Everyone everyone enjoys that. So, <laughs> so you're doing a lot of platforming, and you get to a little area. Like, you can tell it's a battle, because it's literally a circle with walls around it. You get into it, and then enemies just start spawning like crazy. You fight them, then you break down the door, you go down another path, do some platforming, get to the next little circle area, and you're fighting more guys. Like, that's pretty much the gameplay. Uh, so if you want something, you can just kind of, like, shut your brain off, run around, just shoot stuff. It's great, because... The way it's like Doom is you have a katana and you have your weapons. You got you know the shotgun, the pistol, all that stuff. If you kill something with your katana, you get health, or no, you get ammo. And if you kill something with your guns, then you get health. And so it's like you kind of depending on how you kill them, you get you know different stuff after after killing them. There's also like the the brutal kills where like um, you know, like you'll punch them so hard their head explodes, you know, like you'll rip their their eyes out. Like it's got that stuff mixed in like with the Doom finishers um uh, it's a lot of fun like it's honestly i'm having a good time with it that game's definitely a seven <laughs> it's fun though like it's it's just if you want something simple you can just kind of um shut your brain off have a good time like i said i'm gonna use it as a palate cleanser from all the other stuff i've been playing just to at least do something different um i am having have a fun time with that uh the other one i've been playing um have you guys played eastward it's an older game came out like 2021
1: uh this is the uh was, that's newer uh, than any game i play on the regular. So. <laughs> 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 that that's that um
3: well this earthbound looking game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's actually inside it's so it's like an SNES pixel kind of style, great story, really fun uh combat. Um it it obviously it's like, you know, post-apocalyptic world. You're like this this um this older guy who finds this girl and he's like taking care of her and um, this young girl who has like these special powers and you're living underground in the city. And then, you know, pretty early on, you get kicked out of the city for, you know, certain reasons. If you play through it, you'll know why. And then you're above ground, you're like fighting monsters and stuff. But while you're in the game, you can actually turn on the computer and play, I want to say, is it called Earthborn or something like that? It's literally just like Earth it's like a video game inside a video game. It's, it's kind of fun, um, but it's just, it's the music is great. Art style is great. The gameplay is great. Because um, I was just looking for something to play. And so one day, I just googled best things to play on Game Pass right now. And it was on like a bunch of the list. I'm like, I've never heard of this. What is it? I want to check it out. Um, and it's been, it's been really, really good. I'm like maybe eight hours into it. And I kind of looked. I think it's... I'll say it's like 30 hours maybe. So I'm like maybe Wait. a third of the way through it. But I'm really enjoying my time with it. It's this really is good. not an RPG. Um, so you level up, right? You unlock more powers. Um, it's RPG light. Huh. Yeah.
2: Okay. So it's an adventure game.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an adventure game. Like most of it is like you go into a cave and you're like attacking monsters to drop stuff to upgrade your bombs or because like, then you get gear to upgrade your bombs and upgrade your uh you know your your different things and like it's it's one of those kind of games. Um, but I haven't played anything like it in a really long time. And playing it makes me feel like when I was a kid playing Super Nintendo games, right? Like playing Earthbound, playing those kind of things. Like it just it has that really when you play it and feel like you're home, like it's hard to explain. Like it's it's Mm -hmm. just, it's a really well-made game. Um, So if you haven't played it, check it out. It's on Game Pass. Um, And I don't know when it's falling off because it's been on there for quite a while. That always worries me with Game Pass though. Like if I'm in the middle of a game and I'm like, it's been there a while, it might fall off. So I might end up buying it if it falls off.
1: (laughs) I think think with Game Pass, like like my um, go-to is like six months. I think it's usually like the minimum. Uh, I've yeah. seen something on there for, but you should get, you get close to a year on some of the, like the bigger stuff, uh, like Square Enix games and whatnot. Yeah, Speaking so that, of Game that, Pass, I, I, uh, mine expired on Valentine's day and I had three years of Xbox Live Gold Codes <laughs> just waiting, Oh my! God. waiting for like, uh, like nine months for me to use, plug them in and get to 2026. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice.
0: awesome.
3: Yeah. Cause I had like two years worth of Game Pass, like saved up. And I mean, like a few months ago, it finally ran out, so I'm I'm finally playing month to month, and I haven't done that in years.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, spend hundred, find the good deal on gold, or just spend hundred eighty dollars yeah. on gold and let that current subscription expire, uh, and then redeem that gold, <laughs> sign up for spend fifteen bucks on Game Pass, and there you go, yeah. nice three years. But-
3: I mean, honestly, Game Pass for me is absolutely worth it. I mean, I very rarely buy video games anymore just because I don't have to. Like, like almost everything I want to play, because, I mean, I mainly play on Xbox, right? Like, yeah. um, it's just all, for the most part, it's all there. Like, all the big yeah. games I want to play are there. And, like, my favorite developers, like Double Fine and all these other companies, now Microsoft owns them, so all, I know all their stuff is going to be there. So I'm like, you know, don't, don't have to pay for it. So, I mean, I technically pay for it, but, you know, not right, buy right, right, right. Constantly. yeah. constantly. Like, I, I bought... Um, uh, oh geez, what was it called? The new Sonic game. What was uh, call it called? oh um, god. <laughs> the one that just came out, in like, yeah. October? Oh, Frontiers, uh, Sonic, Sonic Frontiers, boom. Yeah. Yeah, Sonic Frontiers. Yes, Frontiers. That was the last game I bought, and the only reason I bought it was because it was like, just a few weeks after it came out in Black Friday, it was like $30, like half off. So I'm like, eh, I'll get it. Because I had friends that were playing it and enjoying it. Um, but uh, that was like the la- That's the first game I bought, and like I can't tell you how long because like everything is just on Game Pass, so I just play it there.
0: <laughs> um, I saw on the list that you've also
1: been dipping into Overwatch Two. Oh yeah, I Overwatch, hope this is I, got... I, I hope this is Loverwatch and not Overwatch Two. <laughs> yeah,
3: I actually totally forgot about that. I did. I didn't play that. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But like Overwatch Two, I've had a hard time getting into it because like Overwatch One, I don't know what it was like the loot boxes and everything else. I felt like regardless of how I played. I was getting something valuable where like this one, like I've haven't been a huge fan of the season pass items. And so like yeah, this, right. th- the first season I had the season pass because I think you got it for free if you own the original one, Yep. right? The season two, I've got the credit to get the season pass. but I'm like, I don't know if I want it or not. Cause I'm like looking through all this stuff in the past. I'm right now I'm just leveling up. When I, if I hit a certain point in the season, I'm like, yeah, I want to get this item. I'll just get the season pass. Right. Um, I got a crew I play with every once in a while and I'm jumping around characters. And for some reason, the past, like, two times we've played, I've just been playing as Doomfist for fun, and they get really mad at me, they, like, stop playing as Doomfist. But I'm like, Doomfist is, is just a fun character to play as. <laughs> so I've been playing as Doomfist. Because nobody wants to be Tank, so I always get, like, stuck with Tank. And yeah. I'm normally Sigma. But I'm like, you know yeah. what, I'm just going to be Doomfist. And just run around and have some fun. Because it gets kind of boring to play the same character all yeah. the time. I've got, like, uh, a skin. Yeah, uh, he, he's, he's yeah, getting one. He's, one he's getting
0: it. I yeah. agree hundred percent that playing the same characters just because they're like the meta characters and they're the good characters over and over again is boring i also agree that you're a that you're a bad friend because you're not playing meta characters and you're the reason they're losing because (laughs) doomfist (laughs) is trash
3: we we won the uh we played like five or six rounds last Uh night and we only lost once so I'm and like, i'm hey,
0: I'm, that's willing that's that. I'm willing to wager now, i'm willing to wager that's that, that those, those yes that none of those wins were because of doomfist
3: <laughs> oh no absolutely not i told them that that's why they're getting mad now uh i normally what's been happening uh lately though is like i'll sometimes get in healer class now plays in yada and, I'll play mm-hmm. uh, and like, i played in yada for a few rounds last night i think i had one yeah. game where it's was like wasn't great i was like 20 and four but i had like almost mm-hmm. 35 assists or something so I'm like I'm doing my part right
0: right no I mean that's what and that's what you want from a healer I at the end of the day when I when I I'm playing that game and I see the healer I'm just looking at their healing stats you know yeah right did you hear heal enough then I'm not going to complain. Yeah, you know? as
3: as long as I'm competent with the other healer on our team, and I'm roughly around the same healing. Yep, exactly. It it, it, it works because exactly. I normally I was a trace remain forever, but like I never get to play assault anymore because everybody else wants assault. So I'm like I'm always stuck mm. as tank or, or healer. So I'm like I just kind of fallen into those places. I'm just used to doing that. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, that wraps up what we've been playing. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Uh, first story we got up here. Riot Forge reveals league spinoff the mage seeker and also releases new release dates for games that it had already announced. Uh, Bilal, you want to, you want to take this one since you are our league expert.
1: Yeah. So we're getting three games, uh, from Rat forge, mm-hmm. uh, the mage seeker, which, uh, focuses on Silas, uh, who is, uh, I believe he was, he's a rogue. Mm, it's an action RPG in a 2D uh, style. Yes. It reminds uh, me habit,
0: so it, it reminds me just from looking gameplay-wise. Yeah. It, I'm I'm I, they haven't said that I don't believe they said it's a roguelike, but it, the action in the camera angle reminds me of like Hades, right? Yeah. And so, uh, while it might not be a, a roguelike, that's kind of what you're looking at. Yeah. Uh
1: the what I'm really excited about is uh Convergence, the one that me uh, follows Echo too. That uh, from looks what? awesome. It looks absolutely amazing. it reminds me of, like a really neat looking Mega Man maybe it's like kind of the vibe I'm getting off of it but it seems mm-hmm. like also has like something from a Metroidvania with nice movement mechanics attached to it and, and then the last one is Song of Nunu um, which uh, I wasn't able to get a good vibe off of about Nunu is uh, a Yeti and a boy um, or the boy named Nunu and uh, the, I think believe the Yeti uh, friend of his which is set to launch in fall 2023 uh this is these would be like the second third and fourth games coming out of riot forge Mm -hmm. with uh the ruined king being the first one which was like the rpg that they put out if you played battle chasers um from airship syndicate um ruined king Kind of falls in line with that with like a nice league of legends twist i've really enjoyed my time with Rind King. um they promised a 4k update for next-gen consoles and it never came And i'm really <laughs> angry about that yeah. um i still tweet at them like i think every four months i'm like hey where's this promised update <laughs> uh, uh no they, they never say anything so it's funny i actually am really
0: excited about all these riot forge games i think more franchises with lore like this. It's actually, it's what I want to see out of the Titanfall universe, right? Out of apex legends, um, is, is more stories set in that universe. And so obviously I'm excited. We talked about it already. I'm excited from convergence. I think Mage Seeker looks cool and we'll see about song of Nunu. uh, the one game that I'm most excited for is actually like the first project that they talked about. Uh, that still doesn't have a release date, and that's Project L, which is their, like, tag-based 2v2 yeah. uh, fighting game, 2D fighting game, in the vein of, like, your Marvel vs. Capcom,
1: right? I I want that, like, you know me, I'm not big on fighting games, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm just so ready for whatever they can give us for Project L.
0: <laughs> so, James, I know you never really played League of Legends, right? What about you, uh, Kevin? Had Did you ever play League of Legends?
2: I have an experience with League of Legends. I don't think
1: you want to hear it.
0: Uh, probably not because i don't think i've ever heard someone say i have an experience with and it turned out to be a good one and <laughs> I, mean, so. I,
1: I mean i'll say this about league when it came to um COVID and mm. everyone kind of was just like i'm at home playing video games it was a great time for league mm. uh, and they had that clash tournament where you could do like five v five tournaments with mm. friends um which was really nice but then it got quickly got toxic as one person just like would not listen to the team and mm-hmm. then they just float to awkward situations. And yeah, well, I never mind. It's not a good story. At all. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, I will. I will say that the other thing is that, I mean, look at what they're doing outside of games, right? Ar- Arcane was Arcane. awesome and I cannot wait for another season of that. And so I think more games and more games are doing that, right? They are branching out. I mean, you're seeing Sony. That seems to be what their game plan and roadmap is. Going forward, is that like they are going to make these franchises um, multi-genre, right? Uh, franchises, right. you know, yeah. And so, and multimedia—that's actually the word I was looking for—multimedia franchises. And so, I, I I would love to see more franchises with solid lore do things that are interesting and not just like rehashes. Like I don't want to see spin-offs of a game that is the same gameplay mechanics with just different characters in that universe like yeah sure that's fine exploring a, a different side character fine but seeing stuff like this where it's like wholly different experiences and completely different game genres that's exciting to me and so i up- applaud them for that
1: yeah i mean like and look at if you're coming off the last of us like when that show released the sales of that game like uh, I don't, like, they say they would just sold an insane amount, I, I forgot what the numbers were out of the UK, but, uh, uh, you know, like, for Riot, Arcane is such a big hit if they can have games that are not League of Legends, like, I know it's the League of Legends universe, but you're not gonna get the general casual uh, player to jump into a MOBA and have a good time, but if you can sell them these smaller games, something that they're more familiar with, they're gonna make bank. <laughs> exactly
2: yeah that's the thing like do something that's true to you and true to your universe but like don't do like you know don't make the dc move where you just say oh man marvel's making a lot of money let's just do that like don't don't just do the copycat thing to be the copycat you know do yeah. do what m- makes sense for your ip and it, it's gonna uh, the success is gonna follow but yeah
0: yeah all right Next bit of news: Dead by Daylight continues to go strong. Is adding a new killer, and the new killer is a tech CEO called the Skull Merchant. Uh, the next update, Tools of Torment, will include an original killer. I, I, actually, let's, let's step back for a second. Am I the only one that cares about Dead by Daylight here?
1: Yes. I did this for you because you missed the Apex news a few weeks back. Ah, so I was like, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a bone. Anybody? Anybody else? No? You know? Okay. We'll, I'm we'll,
0: watching it you stream it. <laughs> okay, we'll do it fast. I think Dead by Daylight is a lot of fun. Actually, uh, it would probably be a good time, the four of us playing that game. But, uh, yeah, new killer coming out. It's an original killer, so they're not using an established horror franchise IP. Uh, and also two new survivors. No new map. We can move on. I will If I actually get back to Dead by Daylight, I will give you guys my impressions of it when it actually releases the new killer. All right. This is... Oh, boy. So, first trailer for Tetris movie. Yes. Has been Sorry, released. No. <laughs> it is streaming March 31st. It is being released by Apple. It stars Taryn Egerton. And yes. This was not what I was expecting at all when I heard that there was a new Tetris uh, movie trailer coming out. And so, this nope. is actually about discovering Tetris, securing the console gaming rights. Uh, this is very clearly a a a drama and i i'm like weirdly hyped and excited about it. like it looks very good it looks good now, have you seen the trailer uh i watched like half of it and then so i have a thing about trailers i if uh. once i i'm like all right i'm interested i'm gonna see it i just stop watching trailers okay and okay. so i watched like half of it i was like oh they're taking this serious and i like ten for the in I, I, pretty much everything he's been in and so yeah. i'm i'm kind of i'm in let's go
2: no he's awesome yeah. i think you might have needed to watch the second half of this trailer specifically because it takes a turn and it is so hard to believe <laughs> i just i could not like i i'm so in because mm-hmm. it looks great it looks well shot it looks well acted it looks very interesting I'm not sure if this is true. This just seems impossible. But for that reason, I'm so in because I need to find out, like, is this the new um, if you guys have seen the Paramount Plus series, the offer, uh, has anyone seen that?
1: I haven't Mm -mm. heard of that.
2: Okay, well, it's probably for me, one of the top three shows I've ever seen in my entire life. So well done with everything. It is a show about the making of The Godfather. and everything in that show is true. It was absolutely the most harrowing movie ever made. Uh, and whatchamacall, call? Uh, this seems like very much in that vein. Like they saw the success of The Offer, and then they said, "Oh, let's make Tetris because it also has a harrowing story." And if this is true, this could be like you know, one of those one of those heir apparents to Ted Lasso, which might be having its last season come up this this year. It is, um, yeah. Yeah, it's like wild. Out, I'm just so in because of the offer. I'm so in on Tetris, you
1: know. I'm just glad, I'm just glad this is the Tetris movie we're getting and not like the Pixels, Pixels. (laughs) like where it's just like where it's like they looked at The Last of Us and it's just like you know, the trailer starts, it's like a wasteland and there's just like a giant square like missing out of a town, and they're like, What happened here? everything changed after the squares arrived <laughs> they fell from the sky <laughs> and you know it's just like it's just like a hard zombie movie with tetris blocks no, yeah i want you, you know it, it. I, I want that I too you know hollywood would do it i want that too give me, that, me too. that one too yeah i uh,
3: i've, I've got to say it might finally be time for me to get apple tv because we have so or apple oh my apple, god yeah, apple plus right whatever whatever the streaming service is called yeah. because we have so we have like every service under the sun and we had to draw the line somewhere and I know I keep talking about Game Pass, but there's a three-month free trial of Apple TV on Game Pass. I'm like, I might have to actually go and, like, get that and then, like, go through a bunch of shows real quick. I'm like, you, a don't a, yeah.
1: I, you don't have a PS5, do you?
3: Nope. Just, I only have an Xbox and PC and Switch.
1: If you have an Apple ID, hit me up after. I If the deal is still available, I might be able to get you, like, six months.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be great. Yeah, because I know it's on Xbox. You can get three free months to Game Pass I'm my like, yeah. hey. day. It expires For, in March, but I'm like, I'll just...
1: When I mean, he's the got three
2: months, all you gotta do is watch Ted Lasso, Tetris, and then there's like one other show. I forgot, no, Servant.
1: Yeah, they're like, Servant is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Apple TV is just it, it hits, it's uh, quality over quantity. Uh, true. The one show on
0: there, the game development studio, is on there as well, right? Oh, um, hmm. Mythic Quest, Mythic Quest, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had started
2: watching that. I, I should get back get to that. that watch. Yeah, that was fun. All right. The only now, game development studio I've, uh, show I've watched was Code Monkeys, and I know no one has heard <laughs> of that. It no, I, know, I know Code Monkeys. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. it's hilarious.
0: What you guys need to watch, not on Apple TV, but this is just like, we were just talking about League and stuff like that. You guys need to watch Players. Have you guys watched Players yet? I started is like, it, I haven't before? finished oh. the first rock? episode. Yeah. It is, no, 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 that's Ballers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every, yeah, time, that's right, every time yeah, I tell yeah. someone Players, they're like, the one with the Rock, no, that's Ballers. Uh, <laughs>
3: No, players, players, it, it, it's, the, it's the documentary, right? Or the well,
0: character. it's a mockumentary. So the it's, mo- not, right, yes. it's, it's it, not, yeah. It, it's it's uh, cream cheese? Made, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it is. Called, it called. is. Yeah, okay. It is so, so, so good, man. All right. Next bit of news. Uh, Diablo American 4. Handles
3: is that what the show is called? Yes. The one the kids? yes. 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 I think it's the same. Yeah. I think it's the same. The same same, same creator. Yeah, yeah. Same people, yeah. Oh, really? Yes.
0: Yeah. Diablo 4 open beta confirmed for March. Blizzard will hold a pair of. Playable open beta test for Diablo 4 in March. Uh, players who pre, who have pre-ordered Diablo 4 will get early access to the open beta on March 17th through the 19th. And the beta will be available to everyone on March 24th through the 26th. The open beta and early access weekends will be available on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. All, right, all Everybody here playing Diablo 4 when, it, when um, it comes out?
2: I'm so excited for this. Yeah. If I missed I, the boats, is it over for me if I haven't what? played Diablo yet? No. No. no.
1: no.
0: I, I started with three episode. and I, no. I started with three as well. Yeah. And there's just that, no. Like if you want to play not, Diablo 3, not let's, not like let's do the, it.
2: Not like for the story, but it's just like, I feel like, you know, there are Diablo people and then there are people who will never play oh. Diablo. But I feel uh, like I'm in, I'm sadly in the latter, the latter category.
0: No, I think there are Diablo people. And they are weirdos. <laughs> uh I I know I've got a friend who like loves Diablo, went back and played the Diablo 2 remake or whatever, the remaster. And uh and then there are people who are like who are like me who come to it new, try it out, and is, and and instantly are like, okay, I understand why this it's the same thing with like like I can understand the appeal of MMOs and stuff like that, even if they don't necessarily scratch my itch. Uh, but Diablo is one of those things where are like, oh, yeah, this is especially if you're playing with friends like this is like a good time hanging out doing stuff, right? Like I Yeah, I do not think it's too late. I don't think I think there are Diablo people There are people who played Diablo <laughs> Who don't consider okay, themselves okay. Diablo people and right. then I think I think there are people who just haven't played Diablo I don't think there are people that are like never going to play Diablo if they haven't tried it first I mean listen no game is for everybody you could play it and yep. be like, no. But are you like? I just I don't think that because you've never gotten into it before that you might not necessarily get into it in the future. Okay. Um,
1: Rob, uh, did they say what is part of this beta? Uh,
0: I did not see that. Did they? I already clicked uh, that out of the link.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh, here we go. Uh, players can explore the opening zone fractured Peaks, level their <laughs> characters up to twenty-five. The beta will take players, uh, let players take on side quests and core dungeons beyond the story of Act 1. Uh, progress made during the beta will not carry, will carry over weekend to weekend during the beta, but not to the full game. Right, so I did, um,
0: I did see that. So this is the okay. one thing, I will play the beta, the open beta, I will play for like an hour, an hour and a half, and that's it. Because the fact that it's not carried over to the full game drives yep. me nuts. I hate that.
1: Yeah, not worth pre-ordering. Well, I mean, I'm probably gonna buy the game regardless, but right. just not worth pre-ordering for early access. Right, guys. agreed.
0: 100%. All right, next bit of news. Uh, and this is big news. The first Street Fighter 6 World Champion will win a million dollars. So, Capcom is backing the game with a two million Pro Tour prize pool. Uh, the culminating event of the Pro Tour, the winner will win one million dollars. The announcement was made at the end of Capcom Cup 9 on Sunday, the 19th, February 19th. And that was the last cup that's going to be fought in Street Fighter 5. Um, This is like Street Fighter 6 already has a ton of hype behind it, right? Yeah. Fighting games in general usually live and die by their competitive scene, right? As far as like their longevity. Right, so like there are plenty of games that come out and and get a big player base in the in the beginning and stuff like that. People pick it up because of the hype, but how much content ends up getting released for it and how much uh, concurrent players and stuff like that is usually driven by the competitive scene in fighting games. And, and look
3: at look at multiverses right like it's no longer an evo and like mm-hmm. that, that game just died so fast because mm-hmm. uh,
1: their content dried up yes. at a yeah. certain point yeah, yeah. like, like that, they had like two, two or three combat huge. content drops and,
2: and then just
3: stopped. yeah um
2: but no yeah. it, that's all there is to really do in a in a fighting game is to yeah. grind mm-hmm. get better train mm-hmm. and uh see work your way up the ladder so that makes perfect sense
0: yeah it's also one of those things where like even when i play a fighting game oh this is the this cycle for me with fighting games fighting game will release I'll play it for a while with my friends. I will actually lab for a little bit, try to get good with the characters. Then at some point we move on to the next game. Then Evo or I, I catch a stream of somebody in the FTC and then it's like, all right, I wanna go back to playing this. And then the cycle continues and stops, then it happens again. like, And so to back it with a you know, million dollars to the winner prize pool, one, this is a, a, a Super splashy headline right so it's got people talking about your game Two, like I said this game was already generating tons of hype and getting a lot of positive feedback and buzz from early previews and and tests and stuff like that and so now to just add this to the mix I mean they are going hard on Street Fighter 6 and it also shows you how confident they are in the product itself.
1: All right, guys, sign up for Evo. We're gonna do this. <laughs> oh, That's listen. That's, that's a we have bucket list if item for me too is to bet, go to Evo. I better
3: start practicing my Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If all four of us practice against each other and get really good, mm-hmm. we could split the pot. I'm not yeah. getting embarrassed on stream. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dude, if dude, we he's he's made, made if make it I that mean, far, we're
2: all getting juggled in the middle, <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> I'm no, mad. no, sir.
0: We'll we'll all get seven golden lettered. We'll just get perfect okay. out the gate. Uh-huh. No, we all just... go on
1: two and seven in this one. <laughs> you get two? Uh, you think you, get two? I uh, can I, you know, two? No people. shot. <laughs> no shot. Uh, I I, I want to follow the story up with. Uh, I didn't add it to the docs, but uh-huh. the Evo 2023 lineup was also revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Street Fighter 6 and Guilty Gear Strive, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighter Z. I forget. Tekken 7, Fighters, yeah. uh, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and then the surprise announcement, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Each game has a 25 k prize pool minimum as well.
0: Now, all those games are fun to watch, so I'm excited uh, yes. for... Dragon Ball yep. is
1: always a blast. Yep.
2: That's my problem with fighting games. Is they're so fun to watch, but mm-hmm. I cannot get into them because of what I said earlier. The only thing to do is grind. Yeah. I need a consistent group to grind with. And all my friends, you know, they're kind of fair weather. They're just like, oh, okay, we played it last week, so we're not going to play
3: it for like three months. So like, okay, well, I don't even want to buy the game. I, I do the same thing. Like a new fighting game comes out, like new Mortal Kombat, right? I'll get it right away. I'll play it. You know, I'm feeling like I'm doing pretty good online. They mm-hmm. give it like a week and then I just start getting stuck. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I don't stand a well, chance. I just fall off right away. I will say that, that what, every time
0: the <laughs> good the good <laughs> thing about Mortal Kombat, though, is that their story mode and single player campaign are are generally pretty fantastic. And right, so there is yeah, something that's, more that's to I'm, it, than just that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because I play the story I'm like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And then I hop online, I just <laughs> I just get destroyed. Yeah.
1: yeah, so June 2nd for Street Fighter six. When is EVO normally? Summer, right?
2: July or something?
1: Uh,
0: yes. July?
1: July or August? All right. So,
2: August 5th to August 7th. All right. January. So we got
1: about two months of practice to make it. <laughs> All, All right. right. Sonic Fox, I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. uh, uh, Rob, you got to skip, uh, you got to skip Gen Con.
0: Nope. Next bit of news. <laughs> Speaking of Gen Con. Next bit of news, the biggest oh, yeah, news, Rob. the biggest news of the week, the biggest news of, of the year so far. Apex Legends board game is coming. Uh, the Kickstarter campaign opens in May. So, res- some,
1: some, somewhere in Rob's house right now, a shiver goes through his <laughs> wife's spine. She's just like, there's been a disturbance in the force. I, and she's like she's like she knows it's board game related too, but she can't put her finger on it. So, uh,
0: yes. They announced that the Kickstarter campaign is going to start on May 17th. It's being made by Glass Cannon Unplugged, who recently did the Frostpunk, the board game Uh, that had a Kickstarter in 2020 that drew more than 2.5 million in funds. So Apex Legends, the board game is an intensely tactical team versus team miniatures game for two to four players, according to a news release. It should take about an hour to play and the action unfolds on a fully immersive three dimensional environment taken straight from the screen a promotional image that they showed showed off four unpainted miniatures, Bangalore, Bloodhound, Wraith, and Gibraltar. Even if I don't play, at least I get these miniatures and I'll get to paint the miniatures. I am in. I cannot believe I have to wait until May to back this and kickstart it. Here's a little game we'll play. What is the over and under on how much this Kickstarter, is and how much I end up paying for it
1: well, <laughs> let's see I first think
2: First of all, I need to know what in the world you just said that didn't make any sense as a three-dimensional board game
0: a three-dimensional environment s- right so get but, from a screen no taken from the screen they're saying that like it'll look just like Kings Canyon or it's inspired by the game oh okay. yes. yes 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 that's all they're saying okay okay we're good now. yeah okay yeah. it's just fancy PR speak
1: yeah um yeah oh, I will okay. go with this will now you could buy oh, it oh, for like 120 130, but Rob will spend 400.
2: That sounds so much more than I thought you would say. I was gonna <laughs> what say, what yeah, was... that,
3: that's a lot. I was thinking like uh, 80, but like okay, 20. That's
2: I
0: will, uh, I will say that I bet you this game for the base version is something like 80 dollars, and that's Blau's probably not wrong. On his estimates, Bla also had an advantage because he got to see my Kickstarter-like history. When we oh, were oh
1: my god! All I forgot
0: right. all next, about that. Next minute news. Next minute news. Fifteen big. That, Des- next minute news. Let's want not want talk that. about this. Let's move on. Fifteen <laughs> big Destiny <laughs> Two changes coming in Lightfall.
1: You you know you know Rob oh, I really doesn't that. want to talk about it when he's rushing to a Destiny Two story.
0: <laughs> this
1: uh, yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh, yeah so some of the big changes coming blah you wanna you wanna yeah that's uh you, now listen, you can't go through all of this stuff. No, no no i'm, I'm just gonna yeah. high level this yep.
1: uh special enemies called tormentors which is following a new enemy type mm-hmm. uh will be uh joining the game they're uh they'd rank just below the witnesses disciples which are like raid level bosses mm-hmm. um uh the new cityscape patrol zone on neptune We get magical grappling hooks, which apparently from early previews sound amazing. I saw Uh,
0: a trailer showing that stuff off, and it looked awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lethal fall damage is going away, so you no longer can fall to your debt, which is fantastic, because the amount of times in a raid, uh, if you're trying to go flawless uh, with a group, you don't want to be that guy that just (laughs) dies from fall damage and ruins it. But you have a Uh, jetpack. Yeah, but if you don't hit the jetpack right before you land, um, if you time it incorrectly the momentum will kill you. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, difficulty is going up on all modes. Uh, hero, legend, master, and Grandmaster Nightfalls. They're trying to make it a bit more challenging. Um, I, taking in one of the complaints. Uh, there's a new strand subclass for each of the three classes in the game. So Warlock, uh, a Broodweaver, um, Titan Berserker, and Hunter uh, Threadrunner. Uh, and strand is like, apparently life like, they strands of life, so that's kind of, like, the lore magic behind it all, um, the Guardians, uh, ranks progression system will help people better understand, like, what they can do next in the game to help level up their rank and what to do next, they're saying, like, if you see someone that's, like, rank 11, you'll know, like, this person has done a shit ton in this game already, they're very experienced, um, more exotic armor and weapons, which is always great, ability cooldowns are going to go up, which is probably a great, move because at a certain point certain people's builds just felt like they were just spamming effects across the screen which is cool but uh it definitely made the game a bit easy um with how short some cooldowns got guns are getting rebalanced in game economy is changing uh as well uh so you're not farming a whole bunch um of seasonal engrams and whatnot Uh, mods are getting overhauled A a loadout manager will bring uh build crafting, uh, to the game. So it, it much more, you could basically save your builds. So if you have like a PVP build or you have like a gambit build, you could quickly just load those up, which instead of having to swap around your weapons and, uh, armor, uh, through like, uh, inventory management app. Uh, the one, I think the one disappointment, I think that, that they also announced was the in-game LFG tool, mm-hmm. uh, has been pushed till the last season of Lightfall. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not till like end of this year, uh early next year. So uh that's a big bummer. Um Destiny two, like, we're what, a week away from Lightfall and the end of season um video was just like the traveler trying to escape from Earth, <laughs> but uh the darkness has finally arrived. And so uh it's a really neat uh cutscene if you ever paid attention to um, Destiny or played it and kind of were interested in the lore but not playing. I definitely recommend checking out that cutscene uh if you get a chance. And then I think the trailer drop uh for Lightfall is uh tomorrow. So uh and it looks great because you see pyramid ships attacking the uh, the traveler, which is everything I've always wanted. I or... should have
0: I should have just talked about my spending habits.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, now, going to
2: say all these updates already exist in Warframe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I am excited to give this a look. Actually, the thing that excites me most about Lightfall coming is just the color scheme that they seem to be going with mm-hmm. in this world. Uh, it's hype. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to pick it up once f- I get through all these f- other games we're trying to get through. About to ruin my sleep schedule. Yep. All right. Next story. Microsoft signs deal with Nvidia to bring Xbox's PC games to GeForce Now. I think this is a, a, a great grab by GeForce Now, actually and and something that
1: uh um
2: what does that mean? What, what how do you bring a game to GeForce Now? So
1: so GeForce Now when it initially released, um people were just able to like stream whatever they mm-hmm. wanted and then there was like licensing issues where like companies were like, "Hey, we, we're not cool with this. Like, you need to talk to us before you do something like this." Because uh, like our games might not run well on GeForce now or or things like that, so permission need, need, uh, needed uh, to be there for that. So essentially, Microsoft is signing a deal, but like, hey, our Diablos, our are, are, uh, uh Call of Duty is like, yeah, people can play those off GeForce now if they that's their streaming <laughs> subscription service they want to use. Um, I also imagine these will be available via Game Pass Ultimate or xbox cloud if this deal ever closes if it ever closes right yeah yeah um i'm starting and to be then, on that <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's dragging out i mean they also signed a deal with nintendo promising Call of duty <laughs> yeah. on well, nintendo consoles so, for the next 10 years but the, the, who's gonna do that <laughs> yeah the funny thing is that all
0: the legal ex- experts who have weighed in and stuff like that still are like super optimistic that and still believe yeah. that this is gonna go through um but
1: I, I think i think the most damaging thing to come out of this is just like How bad Microsoft? How bad the Xbox One One did for Microsoft? Yeah. And like how far behind they are, Sony. Yeah. uh, And like the numbers that are coming out, and it's just it's like devastating. I think like the uh, the one I just saw earlier was uh, in Europe, the monthly active uh, users um, is four million for Xbox, and that's how many and that's how many uh, people play a PUBG Mobile. In Europe, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, on a monthly basis. Pepsi
2: PC peaked at three yeah. million. Jesus. Yeah.
1: So I, I mean, like they took a massive hit with the Xbox One generation, uh, and it probably started all with the Connect on the 360, mm-hmm. uh, all the way back then. All right. So devastating. Which was
2: so good at the time.
1: Speaking
0: of, I mean, listen, <laughs> seriously, Dance Central on the Connect is is one of the best rhythm games ever, and and the only game that was actually good for the connect
2: uh i I, uh just recently stopped using but i love uh the x the uh, ufc trainer so good mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the uh the star wars game was actually really good too all right uh
3: Trainer was also a fun game
0: horizon forbidden west is coming to playstation plus extra in february extra is the middle tier right yes (laughs) okay uh, yeah, yeah. So let me ask a question. If yes. you
2: have a PlayStation, aren't you obligated to buy Horizon? Yeah. Like invested-
0: uh, there, there's I mean, hey, there's
1: literally bundles that it. come it with. A uh, yeah. There's a bundle with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah like you invested enough. Why? Why does it matter?
0: <laughs> I think that if you were someone like me, who is not the biggest fan of the Horizon franchise, I think that this is in that case that this is a, a good be able to, you know, be able to go in and try it. But if you're also a PlayStation Plus extra subscriber, you're probably also the kind of person who's already bought uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I, I, listen, this is, again, this is one of those things where, like, this is, what, six months or so after the release? A year. Oh, oh, I guess it was early last year, right? Okay, so this is a year later. See, this is the problem. This is why, in my mind, extra is not worth it and oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah if it had came out day and date, and if sony would finally just release their stuff day and date like i'd be all in but i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna pay extra for something that is coming a, a year later you know um that's like for me game pass is is as valuable as it is for me because of you know, being able to try these older games and stuff like that that it maybe didn't try, but also because I know that I'm getting guaranteed day-and-date 60, 70 dollar titles on release, right? That's the that's the part of it that makes it worthwhile to me. And like so, I
1: could play a Tom and Cart when it comes out and not feel burned if I if I'm on the mixed side of those reviews. Yeah, yeah. And not enjoying it. Uh
0: so let's see. The rest of February's PlayStation Plus extra tier titles are um Let's see. sorry oh resident evil 7 is coming on the ps4 on the ps4 the quarry ps4 and ps5 versions outriders ps4 and ps5 scarlet nexus ps4 and ps5 borderlands ps4 borderlands 3 ps4 and ps5 tekken 7 ps4 ace combat 7 skies unknown ps4 earth defense force 5 ps4 oninaki on ps4 last year on ps4 i am Tatsuna on ps4 and the forgotten city on PS4. Is
1: bank? This is a banger of a lineup, I'm not uh, gonna lie, like, if you haven't played a lot of these, mm-hmm. that's a solid lineup.
0: I enjoyed The Quarry, Outriders, the little bit of Scarlet to I played, Borderlands 3 is great, Tekken 7 is good. Uh,
1: that's a great uh, arcade uh aerial scene. And The
0: Forgotten City is awesome, man, I think everybody should play The Forgotten City. Uh, yeah, no, this is a pretty strong lineup. Now, premium level subscribers will also get three PS1 classics. Uh, they are the Legend of Dragon, Legend of Dragoon, Wild Arms Two, and Harvest Moon: Back to Nature. Uh, th- I
1: can finally play Legend of Dragoon and understand what Jen has been raving about <laughs> since the PS1 era. Uh, I remember her saying she wrote a sequel to this game and emailed, I think she emailed Square <laughs> about it. Uh, the, uh, I hope she gets to make that game one day.
0: The PS4 version of 2005's Destroy All Humans is also available to premium members. Uh, no, I mean, I think this lineup is solid. And if you are paying yeah. for the extra tier, then uh, this is great news, you know, for you for you. Um, yeah. Again, for me, it's just it's the value prop as somebody who already has Game Pass Ultimate, which is a, a big caveat. I already pay for one video game subscription service. Uh, it, the value is just not there for me yet uh, to to switch to Extra or Premium. Uh, but sticking with PlayStation, Sony's next day to play is coming February twenty third. Uh, they announced that it'll be February twenty third at four PM Eastern. It will be streamed on both Twitch and YouTube. And Rocksteady's Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League will highlight the presentation with fifteen minutes of gameplay details and updates.
1: So I believe there's a bit more clarification for the uh, it was 45 minutes. Um, yeah, it's going to be 45 minutes and 16 new titles for PS5, PS4 and uh, VR2. Um, this was announced on their blog, I think like earlier today.
0: I wonder what their uh, definition of new titles, it's not unannounced titles. So it's just new titles. So games that are coming that might've been announced already.
1: Yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, i think they've also said uh, it's not spider-man 2. okay um that won't be there but i imagine that's more of an e3 reveal than right uh, well
2: they're not gonna be
1: at e3 right yeah. i i mean uh, uh, right. a, a summer yeah, e- state of play yeah 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 yes yeah I'm cu- yeah i'm curious if we see I- either more of ff16 or seven rebirth because weirdly both those games are this year um i don't know how that happened
3: <laughs> i mean honestly i just want to hear more about suicide squad i mean i that peaked my just from when they announced it way back during dc fandom like forever ago so
0: yeah and me i just want, I this, want this game to be ever. out me too i'm excited but i'm also like crazy nervous about it because I'm of that one movie, yeah. that one screen that came out in all the like live service mm-hmm. uh graphic language yeah there, yeah (laughs) that's that's
3: worrisome we'll see yeah we'll see um
0: and and listen i'm not somebody who's opposed to a live service game if it's good but history has proven that those launch rocky uh
1: no i'm excited for this
3: definitely popping on live services like they're just dying left and right
1: now rocksteady has not done an online service game before right correct i don't think so i mean they haven't released anything since arkham knight so Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that makes me like Crystal Dynamics great at single player games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when forced to do an yeah. online uh, yeah. service game, you see the mistakes that commonly get made. And so, when they
3: started making this online service game is a hot thing, right? Yeah, now it's like six years later. We'll see what happens.
0: Yep. Um, unfortunately, I will be I will be in the air on my way to Colorado, so I will not be able to watch this live. Uh, but I am excited to watch this after the fact.
2: No Wi-Fi be, uh, on the plane?
1: I'm not paying for Wi-Fi on the plane. What are you talking about? It's like $3. I mean, no, it's like 8 and But you can stream video, which is... And it's really reliable. <laughs> um, from my previous experience, I think T-Mobile hooked me up with like a, a free Wi-Fi. And it, was, it worked really well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hard pass on paying for the Wi-Fi. I will just take a nap. All right. Next bit of news... A huge update is coming for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet later this month. Um, Shortly after the launch, Game Freak and the Powers That Be mentioned an update which would come eventually to address some of the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's issues. And it's coming by the end of February, according to the official post on the Nintendo support page. Um, Pokemon boxes are getting some quality of life upgrades. There's some bug fixes coming. And... uh, yeah it doesn't seem like there's actually a whole lot that is going to be changing i I,
1: that, I, that I think one game. of the things I read was that they're gonna work on the performance issues by spawning less pokemon
0: <laughs> oh yeah i saw what was it I saw an article saying that like shining hunt shiny hunting is going to be even harder now yeah and so Wait,
1: I, what
0: yeah so i I will say though that there's also this wasn't in our list, but there is also a Pokemon presents event. That is going to be taking place on February twenty seventh, um, and that's about twenty minutes of updates, which and that starts at nine a.m. Eastern, and that did is they, Pokemon Day. In fact,
1: do they have they rumored anything in regards to what like there's usually rumors of like hey something else is going to be coming. Um, did it? I I can't even remember or.
2: Wait that Actually whole less anything.
1: Pokemon spawning
2: thing is fake right?
1: No. No no no. Oh, it's gonna true. be what they do to help tackle the performance issues. It, it's just uh, so I weird. You need to like, just give me so, a stronger SWITCH! I guess I am. The, listen so we're on the same page. Optimized. Yes. Like, all we you, want. I mean, all, all, well, Nintendo we will pay $500. Like, like literally we'll pay $500. Not well, like, it's, not it's not a problem. Not a problem. I, I bought a Steam Deck. I don't mind. But what's up
3: Prime? Metroid Prime Remastered came out and everyone goes, look, games can look nice on the Switch. Like it's just, it's just very that up? issues.
0: I'm I'm waiting for the physical. And so <laughs> I uh yeah, but to James James' point, right? There is something to be said about the fact that yeah, that game is just also poorly optimized. Like, yes, it's yeah. on on old hardware and we need a hardware refresh. Yes. But it is also poorly optimized. Cause yeah, I mean, Metroid Prime Remaster does look good. That that uh Breath, some of the Breath of the Wild that, what's the sequel? Tears of the Tears Kingdom. The Kingdom. Footage yeah. looks great, you know? Yeah. And like, so, it's granted... it
3: Witcher 3, it's got Doom, it's got, like, these games that are, like, yeah. that seem to be heavy resources and they run.
1: Yep. Hey, if they got Witcher 3 working on the Switch, lo and behold, like, yeah, it might not look anywhere near as good as any of the other consoles, mm-hmm. but... It works. Exactly. It, it's playable. Like my wife played a good portion of it on there. It's just like well, um, on
3: Pokemon. Like they work they work closely with Nintendo and like they don't know how to use the hardware. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: Um Yeah, well, that wraps up the news and wraps up this week's episode. Yeah. Uh Bilal, why don't you go ahead and let people know where they can follow you, where they can follow the site.
1: Yeah, you guys can follow me over on Twitter at Bilal underscore Mion, um, where I'm probably just retweeting mostly Kevin at this point on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know that. I think Elon Musk's like, you know what, this Kevin guy, you should be seeing more of his tweets, and that's, that's what's happening. Um, yeah, and then for the website, we have The writers have been fantastic. Uh, I just want to be clear about that. Uh, They are truly, truly doing an amazing job. Uh, Great Uh, uh, feature piece from Christian on Moon Girl uh, and Devil Dinosaur about alopecia and black culture. Um, uh, There's uh, coverage on La Brea, uh, Magnum P.I. Uh, We have Ant-Man and the Wasps Quantumania uh, review going up and we have Cocaine Bear review coming up this weekend. Uh, Victor uh, has been doing weekly reviews of The Last of Us as well. Um, yeah, and just, like, we're also covering season three of Star Trek Picard. Um, so, and a lot of Marvel Comics stuff. So if you are very much interested in any of that, definitely go to theworkprint.com, follow us on socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, uh, at The Work Print. Just look up The Workprint, and you'll find us. And we're there. And yeah, I've been doing a lot of behind the scenes revamp on the site, making it work, feel better. Uh, The mobile version is uh, a lot faster as well. Um, So definitely check it out. Um, I'm gonna throw it to Kev. Kev, where can folks find you? Hey, uh,
2: yeah, I am at shock2k5 on all socials. Uh, Follow me on Twitter. You wanna hear me fawning over some trading cards or raging over some trading cards um then yeah instagram uh you can find me on YouTube at my hero meta uh and and on twitch on twitch we're gonna be streaming tomorrow night apparently
3: <laughs> <Shock> to <K5. laughs> so I'll see you there
0: all right James what about you
3: sure uh you can find me everywhere james 0722 zero seven two two um you know twitch twitter all those all those fun places although i haven't streamed anything in a very long time i was doing some streaming tests recently so you might see me pop up every now and then on there uh and i really need to write some more content hearing all that stuff coming out i'm like man I need to write some more content so hopefully i'll start popping up there as well
1: <laughs> and
0: rob as for me you can follow me at sunnyvice20 C E two Zero. and if i do anything else i'll post it uh, across social medias there and you can you can just follow me uh and, and figure out what else i've got going on uh thank you to everybody who popped in and was watching the live stream with us uh everybody anybody who's listening to this after the fact thank you three for being able to come in on this on this wednesday night and giving us a, a packed podcast um
1: thank you for yeah, guiding it. it's been yeah. too long it's been too long i miss you guys
0: oh well, yeah. no now at some point we're going to figure out how to run this ship without Bilal and then uh I think in the future you'll see hopefully some more consistency but maybe not with all of us here, right? I mean there's four of us now. Yeah. We don't uh these days I'm going to you know, run it alone. Yeah, there you go. It's That's going to be awesome. Perfectly. Fine. Hey, hey, I
1: did. I did a pack opening uh <laughs> earlier this week for one piece OPO3 yeah. the Japanese cards. Um yeah.
0: True. Uh All right. It's not hard to do. Until that day, and until next time. (laughs) Bye bye.
4: Bye bye.